Hey, Dane, how are you, man? Good, enjoying softball night. It, it's yeah. been a while since we've just had strictly softball night, so I, I'm enjoying it. I always love yeah, it. We've had, we've had, you know, music, basketball, bowling, badminton night. No, I'm kidding, man. We've had a lot of different sports, <laughs> right? So, so we had Kalen kicking off the night, Kalen from the Vibes in Florida State, right? It was a, it was a fun yeah. night. And this one, we don't even need to say how excited we are, man, for yeah. this one. This is one of those those ones that's near and dear to our heart. We got a chance to work yeah. with this coach at a camp. Been following her forever. Yeah. Recently got that assistant yeah. coach spot. And just – we got to get out of the way, Dane. Even though we're from Norman, everyone from Oklahoma State has been good to us, Dane. So we got to yeah. say I'm, yeah. I'm inching closer every year, man. Yeah, man, yeah. Like, <laughs> put on the orange, you know. So uh, coaches like this will make us do it, man. So without wasting any more time, it's a pleasure to bring on our friend and mentor, the one and only Coach Shippy. Shippy, how you doing tonight? I'm doing great. That was a great intro, guys. Thank you so much. Man, every oh, word of it, Coach. Yeah, thank you for coming on and joining us. Like, yeah, like I'm told, happy to be here. Yeah, like I told Coach D real quick, even though we're from Norman, every year I buy something new orange. I'm like yeah. a little bit each year, man. So thank you for uh, making that transition a little easier, you know? <laughs> so Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. I'm wearing my bright orange to hopefully uh, keep I see you guys you. in the spirit. <laughs> I see you. So we've got some questions for you, Coach. Again, I know you're a very busy person and we respect that. So I'm going to take the lead on this one. So obviously before – working with Oklahoma State, coaching you and your thing, and a, a stellar player at the program. Even yeah. before that, take me back to the start, back in the day. When did you first pick up a bat? How, how old were you? When did you first start playing softball in your life, you know? You know, I always love telling this story, actually. I uh, I played t-ball. You know, everyone's kind of got to, got to when they were younger. But I uh, didn't really start playing until I was 10, and I played one year, and my dad was like, okay – we can't keep doing this. You got to pick a sport. It's either softball or karate. And I was okay. like, well, I think I'm going to have to go with karate. And he was like, no, never mind. Softball, I'll pick for you. And I was like, what? And here we are. So, I mean, I guess you made a good decision. Oh, so yeah, you, so you, you have some, uh, so you have some, uh, it's PG. So you've got some nice BA. You've got some karate skills under you. How long did oh, you yeah. do the karate thing? I'm curious. Yeah, yeah honestly, I only did it like, I'd say three years. And I think it was more babysitting. Like I was eight, nine and 10 years old when I did it. And so I learned a little self-defense. I used some moves on my, my, uh, younger cousins today. Um, okay. little tripping moves. That's really all I got, you know, some self-defense, but no, I'm not, go. I'm not really good at it, but it was a lot of fun. <laughs> I, I thought I saw that about you because I was looking at some of the extra prep stuff. So I thought I saw that. So it's good to know that you're also the next basically uh, action star out there too. That's cool. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. I'm just yeah. trying to get my black belt. So just wait for it. I got you. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I love it. Go ahead, Dan. So what was it about softball that that whenever you finally decided to make that your main sport, what was it about the sport that just made you want to uh, pick the ball and run, so to speak, with that? Yeah. You know, honestly, I think softball is a game that uses your brain a lot and I really mm -hmm. like that there's yeah. there's so many games within the game you play you play defense and then you hit two mm -hmm. completely yeah. separate games if you're catching it's a completely separate game if you're pitching so I just loved it I felt like I had to use my brain a lot and mm -hmm. um, my dad grew up playing baseball he loved it and when we would sit and watch baseball games together we would sit there and analyze them and that's what I love about coaching now I feel like mm -hmm. I get to use kind of some of that stuff that I worked really hard on uh, when I was a little kid. So it's fun. Um, I just love getting to use my brain. I, I do agree with you. And Dane and I say this a lot, the, the the diamond, I say whether it's baseball or softball, just on the diamond, there's definitely no sport like it, whether it's a sabermetrics or breaking down plays, nuances, scenarios. I think we'll spend more time doing scenarios than I think any other sport I've watched. So I definitely see yeah. that, that presence of mind where you can't, it's, it's softball IQ is huge. So I definitely, yeah. I know you have that even watching drills that you do. Uh, the internet's a great thing, coach. We can see a lot of what you do. Obviously it was yeah. great seeing it live and in person and watching that speech, which I still play for the girls every day. It's cool seeing the way you break things down, but softball, softball IQ is huge. Speaking of that, I know the way that you influence our girls, the way that you've influenced the kids of the program, um, and just influence kids around the world really at this point, I'm wondering who's been that biggest influence on you. Who's helped you the most, if you could even pick one person along your career so far, you know? And that's a tough question. I've been really influenced by a ton of people. Um, I would say when I was younger, um, my dad and my travel ball coaches um, were a huge influence on me. 
uh, I, my best friend, Casey Stengel, I don't know if you guys, well, she's Casey Getzelman now, but she, um, she played at Washington. Um, she was the first female, um, director of operations for football in a power five conference. Um, and now she's an administrator at the university of Nevada. Um, but anyway, her and I grew up, went to the same high school, we're best friends and we trained together every day. So I would say between my coaches and Casey, um, absolutely the biggest influence on my softball career. And then as of late, obviously, um, I've got some good coaching mentors and coach G has been great. Um, he was a coach of mine. Um, now he's a mentor of mine on the coaching side and obviously my boss. Uh, so putting in a good word there, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, I love uh, it. Yeah. But no, I've had a lot of great influences on my softball career and I'm very, very thankful for them. I think it's neat when you talk about for a moment and I think about the the history. We were just talking to Kaylin Arnold from the vibes and SEC and um, Florida State about this. You're on that cusp, which is really and when you said it, I, I made note of this, Chippy. You said your friend was a director of a football program, uh, you know, in a male program. I love that. I love it that female athletes these days are getting, we keep going back to this, that respect that you deserve, whether it's a female or male athlete should be universal, should be equal. And that's one thing that really the presence about you, when we saw you and work with you, there's a command, there's a presence that no one can ignore. We know when Chippy's talking, you better listen, you better do what she says, and it's going to be something to help you get better. So I just love to see what influenced you. And honestly, the influences you have other yeah. people is, is yeah. if you don't know this which you probably do your influence is far-reaching coach so thank you for what yeah, you do definitely. you know yeah well thank you guys i appreciate that it's fun and um i i know that there's a lot of really great women um working in our sport right now trying to not only advertise and get our sport out there um mm-hmm. but really show off all the sports especially i've got a lot of friends that play athletes unlimited and they're doing great things yeah. for women's lacrosse and women's volleyball and um, kind of all those sports that really, I know people enjoy watching, but on the professional level, haven't really taken off yet. And uh, I'm excited about the people that we have, um, the women that are really starting to push women's sports. And honestly, a lot of men, I mean, I I know you sit there, there's so many professional male athletes now that have daughters and they're starting to kind of jump on board and go, you know what, this is cool. Um, Especially our sport. I think it's, it's so fast. It's so different. Yeah. It's, it's so fun to watch. Um, and I know I'm biased, but I, I, I don't yeah. think there's a better sport out there, you know, no, like, agree. I enjoy watching football, so I'll, I'll have to give football, <laughs> to, but other than that, I mean, our sport's a lot of fun and, um, yeah. I think it's just going to take a lot more people continuing to push it and, and yeah. we'll break down the barriers. Oh yeah. The, the, the energy that comes with, uh, uh, any game and not just a postseason game, but a, a typical just a league game in your conference, it has so much energy. So now we, we can't thank you enough for the camp you put together for our girls coming up there to Stillwater. Now, after all their, after all your camps or all that's done, you're, you're starting to come to the end of summer and you're starting to come into the fall, all the kids coming back for college. What, what do you see on the horizon as a, school year starts for yourself and the coaching staff going forward what, what is the next step for you guys uh we're super excited to get our new girls here um, we've got a lot of freshmen and transfers coming in and it's always fun to see um, how a new team starts to form you know it's a new year they kind of have their own dynamic and it's always different so it's really fun to see I know obviously our program is the same we wear the same orange we have pistol Pete. you know like we walk through the same locker room but it's a completely different team every year um and so as a coaching staff that's super exciting and we're about to get school started here in a few weeks and we've stayed super busy um we've got after i get done with 14 upgf i'm taking a week vacation back home in, in idaho um that'll be kind of my rejuvenation time and then i'm coming back for next year so i know um all of our coaches are super excited to just kind of get the whole team together in one room. Um, we've all kind of been in different spurts. Um, I've seen kids throughout the summer, but I'm excited for everyone to be in one room um, and get going. I, I think it's no, no question. I can't wait. Cause I know with you working with the program, I watched you, my daughter was there and we saw you. And like I told you when I, when I was working with you hand in hand, I could hear you 
during World Cup, during the WCWS, I could hear you. <laughs> it's like you could hear Shippy even in the dugout. So I just love it that now you're taking that next step and uh, you're just you're progressing. And I can't wait to see you back next year. We know you're going to be there. I know it's World Series or bust as your guys' mentality lately. So I can't yeah. wait to, to see that happen. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to transition for a second, Coach. Again. and value of your time but there's a segment that we have to do with you every single time this is something that we don't prep you for this is on the spot it's called um, rapid fire so there's a couple questions about five that Dane and I bet on let's just say I'm leading him by about 100 so far okay so and you have to take these imagine that there's no such thing as reality anything can happen our fans give us questions uh, but anything is possible but you have to pick one and we bet on these okay so okay. Dane you ready you got your picks Dane? yeah <clears throat> yeah I'm ready to win so, this one now. So, good luck, Dan, because I got you on these. I know. I think I got these for Shippy. So, we bet on what we think you're going to say. Question one. Speaking of freshmen, you're bringing the team, rookie rookie class all the way through, and there's a team builder exercise. You guys have two things you have to do, and you get to decide what your freshmen do with you for an entire night. You got to go from, like, 10 p.m. to 10 a.m., okay? So, Coach, here's your choices. A, all of you have to hang out in a haunted house together all night, or B, all of you have to hang out with a group 20 or so of toddlers under the age of three. You and your your crew, are you going to Haunted House or Toddlers? Which one are you going with? Oh my gosh, that is tough. <laughs> <laughs> I know you said rapid fire. I love my toddler, but I'm not going to lie. That sounds like a Haunted House right there. I think I'm going to pick the Haunted House without Thank you, Dane. I knew it. Ah. I knew it, Dane. I got you. What'd you have, Dane? Did you have that one? I, I was thinking toddlers because it'll teach you patience and it'll teach you how to get through stressful situations. I love I was it. Going okay. that, I was going that route. Hey, I'm ahead of you, Dane. Well, now I feel bad. I feel like I could have learned something. That's right. all good. It's all good. I got you. It's okay. Don't don't back down, Coach. I got lunch <laughs> on this. You don't have to back down. It's okay. <laughs> so so next one. Back to some of the camps you guys do. So you have to you have to do this exercise with a straight face. You have to go out there. You can't give it away. You can't laugh. Let's say you're teaching a group of littles, right? One of the camps you guys do. So you walk out and you're going to do a hitting drill. But you don't get to use a bat. You have two things you can choose from, and you have to sell it as if this is what you guys do with the program. You have two items. You can choose A, a cucumber as your bat, or B, a craft cheese stick. And you got to go up and just teach them how to hit using a cucumber or a cheese stick. Which one are you going with? This one's easy, cucumber. Okay. Because <laughs> it's going to hold form. Like, I mean, okay. I have yeah. to pick a oh, cucumber. Yeah. Yeah. But can you, you know, just see are, it? Can you see it? You walking up, you're just like, all right, guys, here we go. And this is how you hit. And you're just using a cucumber. Let's make that happen, coach. Okay. <laughs> I think the cheese stick would probably be a little more comical, but it wouldn't be as practical. I couldn't hit a ball with it. I love it. I love it. Next question. So, a lot of times, athletes, celebrities, musicians, we do a, you know a broad range of interviews. A lot of times, they'll get called up to do movie parts. Okay. So, Shippy is called up. It's coming up. Dane, I love this question. Um, there's one more of these. Fast and Furious 11. Okay. So Fast 11 is coming out and you're called up to be in one of the scenes. There's always a race scene in every movie. So whatever reason, um, you're villains. You're, you're going to be in this. You're basically kind of part of the crew. Shippy's part of Fast and Furious. You have two people you get to race against in a race scene. You can choose A, classic Kelly Kapowski from Saved by the Bell, or you can choose to race against Megan Trainer. All about that base, right? Which one are you going to race against in your scene at Fast 11? Okay, I'm picking Kelly Kapowski. Um, Thank you. And here's the deal: I don't even, I, I, I don't even know her best. I know Kelly's only from Saved by the Bell, but the actress, what's her name again? <laughs> the singer, Megan, Megan Trainer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's Tiffany well, Amber she, oh. right? She's in Son-in-Law, and it might be the best movie I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna movie. go with that. I got you. Okay, I got you. So two more. Okay, so two more. Then we'll go to the final segment. So you are. Um, opening day, okay? Opening day, uh, 2024, you guys are coming out. Um, opening day, Big 12 play. And you have to, with Pistol Pete, a lot of the iconic stuff from the Cowgirls, Cowboys thing, you have to march out against the other coach, whoever it may be that you're playing, and you have to do a shootout. Now, it's all safe. Nobody's getting hurt. But you have two things you can choose from. Instead of doing a, doing a handshake, you got to do a shootout with the opposing coach using A, a paintball gun, or be a potato gun, and the winner actually gets gets to decide like the outcome. So which one are you going with, paintball or potato gun? I'm from Idaho, so what do you think I'm gonna? I pick? knew it! I knew it! <laughs> <laughs> they, oh, yeah. I put the, they slid that one in. Potato Thank you so gun much. for sure. Yeah. 
got oh, you. Yeah. So, Dane, I'm killing, I'm killing it, Dane. How many you got? I got four right so far, Dane. I'm three. I'm three. Three for Let's four. Go. So, last one, Chippy. Right. This is a, I, this is a lot of thought. Our fans really thought about this deep. So a lot of coaches, athletes, players, they also get called up to do a lot of commentary work. They get a chance to be, you know, pro analyst, things like that. Right. So different, different than your typical softball world, you get to step in and be a color commentator for one of these two events. And you have to decide not the typical stuff. A, you get to be a color commentator for 2024's uh, Nathan's hot dog eating contest. You get to be a commentator for that. That's step one. Or B, a celebrity slap off. You know, this is where they're doing the slap thing back and forth. They slap each other. So you're going with the hot dog eating contest or celebrity slap off. Which one are you going to be a commentator for? Definitely the celebrity slap off. Dang it. Um, I didn't have that one. <laughs> I just, I don't really get behind the like shove the hot dogs in your mouth as fast as you can thing. It just, it doesn't, it's just strange to me. You know, I, it's an I don't athlete. Know. It's an athlete, and, Chippy. It's amazing. <laughs> well, and I know who's going to win. I mean, there's no competition oh, yeah. there. So celebrity slap off. We don't know who's going to win. Joey yeah, Chestnut yeah. can't win that one, but he's going to win the hot dog eating contest. 68 hot dogs in 10 minutes. I got you, man. You let me down on that one because I actually thought, because <clears> I I love I love the hot dog eating contest. That's an athlete to me. <laughs> so let's go. All right, Dave. Well, thank you, Shippy. Hopefully the interviews you've done and things. You haven't had a segment like that. So I appreciate you. To be in a good sport. So yeah. thank you so much. No, that was Dan, <laughs> love it. Love it. Go so ahead, Dan. On this last segment, Coach, we uh call it an open mic. We kind of open the floor to our guests to maybe tell some of our younger listeners, maybe a philosophy or uh, mantra that our guests have carried through their careers, whether it be like you playing the game and now coaching it to kind of keep them at that higher level or to reach the next level. Is there something you can tell some of our younger viewers that aspire to be where you're at? Maybe some words of wisdom that have helped you along in your career? Uh, I've got two things that come to my mind. And the first is work harder than everybody else. I mm -hmm. think there's so many things being sold right now of like, if you pay for this, you're definitely going to get seen by coaches. If you use this new cool tool, you'll be the best hitter in the world. And <laughs> it doesn't mean those two things are wrong, but the kids who work the hardest are going to be the best. And yeah. I think that so many people want things to come easy um, and it just doesn't work like that. Nothing good yeah. uh, comes easy. So you got to work hard. And, and I think that's honestly a lost art these days. So I would say, First, work hard. And second, trust in God. Like, I, I don't mm. think that's something that's told to you as a young kid. You know, right. um, I think we get athletes here that really struggle. They're alone a lot. And you can tell that their relationship with God hasn't probably been introduced to them. And they'll start to find find a relationship with him when they get to college. And I, I just, I pray that kids will start to get introduced to that. Like, you know, honestly. I love that. OU is exposing kids to Jesus. They do it that. every day yeah. and they do it on a, on a high level platform. And it's the coolest thing that I get to watch, even though obviously I bleed orange here, but I have so much respect for what they're doing as a program um, because they've captured little kids attention. And yeah. instead of pointing to anything else, they're pointing right to Jesus. And I think it is yeah. the coolest thing ever. Um, and so those would be my two things. Coach, I love that. And Dana and I talk about this a lot. We, uh, we, what we've noticed about you guys working with you and Coach G, everyone's been so gracious. And I love it that you know what you believe, what you stand for. Our, 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 yeah. our, our premise, our mindset has always been on this show. Everyone's welcome. Everybody's loved. It, whether you agree or don't agree, there's a love, yeah. right? So I love it that you, I've watched you. Um, you know exactly where you stand and you don't back yep. down from that. And you're also the most kind person, I think at the same time, yep. like you'll give them a hug, but also t exhort at the same time. It's really cool to yep. see that the, 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 the dynamic of how you do that. So uh, right. it's, it's refreshing and it's inspiring, whatever someone believes or, or doesn't yep. that you're taking a stand for who you are and you don't back down from that. And that's yep. awesome. So no wonder yep. you've been so successful and people look up to you and they yep. they aspire to be like you because you know where you stand and you know, it takes hard work and you just yep. keep striving to be better. Dane, do you have anything to add to that? Cause that's just, it's awesome. No, no, I mean, it, it's a message that that's needed, you know, like you say, and not only trusting in God, it gives you a base of things to go off of. And, and it's not just one thing. It's just there, there's so many layers to that statement that the player or the kid can can explore. And once you start finding that, you'll you'll open up a whole new world for yourself and it'll and 
you're it's bound to breed success whenever you do that. So it's a great mm. message to hear. Oh, coach, I'm, I'm speechless. I know I talk you're off at camp, but I'm speechless. Yeah. Thank you for doing that, coach. It's, it's your words ring true and your, your wisdom goes well, well beyond the softball IQ, right? As a, as a mentor, again, I followed you and I see what your husband does. I love what you guys both do for the yep. community. Um, people like, you no wonder the sport and the generation. Um, I just, I love what you're doing and thank you for taking the time to share that, yeah, that philosophy with us. Okay. So um, well, thank you. I really appreciate you guys allowing me to kind of have this this time and this yeah. platform and chat. And, and it's fun. Yeah. You guys are a good time. I've been smiling uh, over here. I know I know you. I'm not on the screen when you guys are talking, but I'm smiling over here. <laughs> I love it. Well, coach, yeah. we will we, we, we feel like you have a, a story to tell. And and I say this, and, and Dana and I, we talked about this last year. I gotta give you one more story, Coach G, because we're in a time limit. I talked to him November, I think it was 20th of last year. Yeah. And he said, yeah. Okay, we'll do it. We'll come on your show, we'll do this thing as long as you and Dane snap a photo wearing Oklahoma State and you have to send it to me so I can post it. And he made me do this, right? So it's yeah, like, okay. Yeah. I thought he was joking. He's like, hey man, where's my photo? And he wasn't joking. So ever since then, we've kind of had this relationship where it's like, okay, he I said, hey, you see that play? Like we'll kind of you know kind of give each other little jabs. But over the year and years, I've realized every one of you, I don't think there's a yeah. there's a part of Oklahoma State that I don't love. So it's yeah. it's I can't root against you even when you guys yeah. play us. I'm like, hey, I'm not mad if you win because you guys are such great people. Yeah. But we believe yeah. it was softball is it's supposed to be beyond the sport it's supposed to be lives how are you helping people how are you teaching people to be what they're going to be after they graduate after they leave the program not everybody's going pro not everyone can coach you guys are teaching these people to be just just amazing citizens and yeah. i can't say enough thank you for that coach that's it's, it's yeah. well beyond softball what you're doing and you should you should know that at all times you know yeah well thank you very much uh this sport's a lot of fun and like i said i've been playing it since i was 10 um and i i think i've met all of my best friends closest people um through it even people that mm -hmm. i wouldn't consider softball people um mm -hmm. I, I took a job in syracuse new york and met two of my best friends that brought me um took me under their wing and and showed me who jesus was and mm. they have that. nothing to do with softball i just met them going to church up in syracuse new york because i was there because of softball. So um, sports, sports are awesome. Um, I encourage as many people to play sports as they can, especially yeah. at a young age and you never know where it'll take you. Thank you, coach. I think in closing yeah. softball is a family. And again, with all seriousness, I know we give each other a heck of a lot during the season, yeah. whether it's Oklahoma, OU, whether it's Ohio State, whether it's Florida. Um, softball yeah. is a family that's worldwide. Yeah. And this message goes out to Finland, of, to Japan. It's over the course of the entire world, 23 countries. So softball is a family. It doesn't matter what colors you wear. It's fun to have that competitiveness yeah. like we do with our, our littles and 10 U, 12 U. At the end of the day, we're just one big softball family. So thank you for just reminding us why we, we love you guys so much. So Coach, yeah. I know you're busy. Uh, we'll have to do this again. Please, please know it's an open invitation. Yeah, uh, you definitely. and Coach G, please come back soon. And we'll be cheering you on and we'll make sure that we uh, do stay in touch. Okay. So, yeah, absolutely. I'll, I'll be on here anytime. You guys are a lot Love of fun. Oh, we, we, we will hold you to that. So, if we give you a shout, like, <laughs> hey, Coach, no, I'm kidding. We'll give you notice. But, Coach, thank you. Say hi to yeah, the family. Definitely. We appreciate you and we'll be in touch yeah. uh, very soon. Yeah. Okay. So, sounds great. Thank you so Thanks, much coach. for having me. Have a great night. Best, Boomer sooner. Best, I'm kidding. Best of, <laughs> hey, what was that? <laughs> best of luck. Best of luck. Oh, coach. yeah. There's best of luck. That's what I like to see. Go, go Pokes. Have a good Thanks. night. <laughs> we'll see you soon. Bye. <laughs> Dan, I'm telling you, man, just top of the top of the crop, man. Just great human being. Yeah. What do you think, Dan? I love it. I mean, uh, we got a just a short glimpse of uh, what she can do and, and the kind of person she is at the camp we went to. And it's just an extension of it. And I'm glad that we could bring it to our viewers and, and show what show them what kind of person she is and, and why not only her team loves her, but why uh, in a part, why they have so much success in Stillwater there, man. So it, it's a great, it's a wow. great message she sends and, and, but from a great coach and former player. So I love it. That was, that was one of those things where um, I, I said, when I first saw coach and the coach is the first one there, and you guys, yeah. if you don't know this, so Shippy showed up. Um, we knew who she was long before interviewing her and all that and working with yeah. her at the camp. But watching Coach work with these littles, and I'm telling you, Dane, it was like 105 degrees last Saturday. You know, yeah. We're sitting there yeah. on the turf. Shoes are melting. Kids are like, you know, like just sweating like crazy. And Coach is like from the very first kid on the field until everybody left the field. And there was 90 kids there for that, yeah. just that camp. Uh, didn't care. Wasn't going to let them – 
not get their their time's worth, right? She gave, yes. gave them some time, lessons, hugs, photographs, the whole deal. Yeah. And she's got young kids, and she's got toddlers. She really does. Yeah. So she's got a life. She's busy. She's a coach. She's a newlywed type thing. Just so many things about like what she's doing. That's yeah. It's so much beyond softball. And I, I told you this thing one time. Uh, again, we respect anybody, all races, all faiths, all creeds. Whatever you do or don't believe, that's fine. Uh, whatever yeah. that person is, I love it when someone knows who they are period yeah. right this yeah, is who definitely. i am and they don't run from who they are like i said whether yeah. that's the path they take or a different path it's fascinating to see people that just are comfortable with who they are and coach yeah. is definitely yeah. someone who knows who she is and and i love that so uh yeah. dane that was another bucket list right man right off the, yeah off the definitely list, i mean and to add to that you know somebody that spreads a positive message no matter you know if you agree with you know their Belief point of view or not yeah they, they spread something positive and they bring something great to their mm. field whether it's sports broadcasting music anything like that you know you can't help but celebrate those kind of people that bring positivity mm. to this world and, and and you know that's why we started doing this is, is to spread these these messages from these great guests that we have i think there's a there's as we said before in closing there's a lot of bad news out there but people like that it's not even just about softball. When I remember talking to her and, 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 and prepping for this as we did, it's not even about softball, man. Really what drew me to her yeah. is that the, the positive, the, the happiness, the she loves what she's doing. It could be that or she could be working at Starbucks. She loves what she's doing, right? Yeah. And people that I, – I, I feel like she could be doing something where she might not even be coaching but doing something else and yeah. just the, 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 the aspiration to be great. She mentioned being the hardest worker in the room. I keep going back to that yeah. hardest worker in the room, right? That it stood out to me. Yeah. So um, know your craft, know what your, know your limits and know that you have to be the hardest worker in the room to get it done. So yeah. coach yeah. Shippy, thank you for uh wow. It just, wow. Yeah. That's all I can say. Dane. What a, so, what a, what a, yeah, what a night. What a softball night. Yeah, what a great night of just bringing it back to where we began, man. So um, that being said, you guys, we got some amazing uh, guests coming up. So I'll give you a little sneak peek of the next seven days. We've got, this is confirmed, I'm working with a gentleman from KU Football. That's happening. Coach Shippey yeah. said she likes football. So we've got a gentleman stopping by. I'll get the name out soon. I want to get the prep work done for it. Yeah. Um, Sunday, big music day. Um, but before we get to Sunday, we got Ken and Lori both stopping by this week from Skillet. Amazing rock band, right? They were one of the founders, one of the OGs, if you will, from Skillet. It's going to be a great week for that. I've um, got a couple of softball uh, people we're working out for Thursday. Yep. As we roll into next week, Dane, Sunday, big day. Sunday, we've got um, Kyle from Bad Wolf stopping by, just to name one mm. of the big, big names coming on. Monday of next week, we've got Steve stopping by from Blackstone Cherry. Great rock band. Yep. And then to end next Monday night, Dane, I gotta say, I gotta pinch myself. We've got <laughs> coach, we've got coach Broxy from the Cleveland yeah, yeah. Cavaliers stopping by, guys. So it's oh, gonna be can't wait for that one. Man, I'm talking just elite. And guess why? The reason I said it last and I positioned it, guess where he went to college at, Dane? Where was that? Oklahoma State. So it's crazy that you know Broxy's <laughs> full circle coming back around. Did some play had college Oklahoma State coming back to kind of coming back home, if you will. So it's gonna be that's yeah. just the next seven days, if you will. We won't even yeah. get into what's up next month. So it's gonna be a crazy month. Yeah. So um just as always, the content continues to roll. Yeah. Thank you all for what you're doing. Oh, but last one, Marcus from Mudvane is stopping by Monday. That's who it was, Dane Sunday. We have a special guest hanging out with us for that episode returning yep. fan favorite for Marcus is Mr. Nick best, a straw man. So he's going to be back yep. too. So uh, a yep. great week of, of interviews coming up, just great time. So guys, uh, yep. thank you for what you're doing for making this possible. Yep, thank definitely. you, Shippy. Thank you, Carolyn. Um, we'll, we'll end on that for the evening. Never forget that we love you. And as always, Dane, thank you for listening. Okay. So we're good, man. We're off the air. Jesse, my man, what's up? What's going on, buddy? How are you? It's uh, good to see you, man. I'm 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 digging yeah. the uh, the nice, cool, 105 degree weather. Are you liking that? You know, it beats freezing. I know. I'll oh no, much, <laughs> man. I, I will. I, I'm sorry. People say you can, you know, put on more layers, but who's comfortable wearing all that? Right, I mean, I'm that's not. true. Uh, t-shirt and shorts all day long, man. 
I think of I, I remember one time somebody was like, "Hey, you know, what's your vision of uh, if you, Hades, the afterworld?" I'm like, mowing the yard in Kansas in August in a sweater. <laughs> That's my vision of what it's going to be like. No, but no, man, in a sweater, um, yes. But I, I love my lawn mowing time, so I'm not going to knock that a bit. <laughs> man, I love it, man. I know that you got a you guys uh, you guys got uh, the All Star game this week, right? Friday or Saturday? We do. Right? We do. Yep, we're going up Saturday. Yeah, you doing that That's too? That's so cool. Uh, no, man, I'm actually hanging back. Got some stuff here, some interviews and things. Gotcha. Uh, Tatum will be there, but I'm not. Speaking gotcha. of All-Stars, speaking of All-Stars, man, someone I've been following for uh, – still a young buck, which is amazing, uh, a top of his game, young buck, someone I've been following for a very long time. There's a there's those generational, and then there's those multi-generational musicians that come along, Jesse. And there's a band that everyone's heard of, that uh, Skillet. Um, there's a great guitarist that founded that band uh, with John. Uh, his name is Ken Stortz, uh, has been doing a lot of things outside of, of that, has his own music college helping mold some young minds and the next generation of rock stars. And I like to call him Dr. Rock, as I like to call him. I just, I just made that up for him. So I don't want to waste any more time and bring on this uh, OG rocker and current just music mastermind, uh, Ken himself. Ken, how you doing, man? Hey, doing great, man. Thanks a lot. Good to be here. But, yeah, man, we're glad to have you. I know you're busy, man, with the college and all things you're doing. So we've got some questions over the years that are, we wanted to run past you. My first question, Cam, when I look at, you know, even before the college and then your many, many great years of playing, even before Skillet taking me back, when did you first pick up a guitar, man, in your life and start playing? <clears throat> I, uh, I discovered I was a trumpet player in band. I discovered guitar at 16 and threw everything away and just like, okay, guitar is it. Changed the course of my life. 16, I, huh? Yeah, I actually snuck into my drummer friend's bedroom late at night, and he had a guitar for sale, 40 bucks, a guitar, amp, pick, cord, strap, like here's everything, $40, and I and I, that was the beginning. I just $40. 40 bucks, Jesse. Is, didn't you spend 40 bucks on your coffee, Jesse? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I probably did. Uh, I had a man, guitar once when I was a kid. Man, I, I'd spend way over 40 bucks. I know that. Much. Was it that Casio guitar, Jesse, that you always rock? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. no. It, was, it was electric guitar, yeah. <laughs> That's Ken, awesome. I'm curious, man. Uh, my, I remember I always ask this question to guitarists. My first actual guitar, I started playing when I was 12. I had an Ibanez Roadstar. It was purple. It was legit. What kind of guitar was it, man? Like that one, but what was your first real guitar like that's you know your baby what was the first one you got yeah. you know yeah i still have it it's it was a 82 fender strat uh, with a rosewood fingerboard and uh, just like hendrix right hand and everything just real nice Saved all my pizza delivery money for that thing and i still have it to this day i love that thing that's a lot of dominoes right there man for sure <laughs> that's right that go ahead right. jesse with, go ahead with two jesse <laughs> yeah so uh so obviously you know picking up guitar at 16 but what really got you into music i mean you mentioned playing trumpet before but why'd you choose to go down that career path with music uh you know i've asked myself that a lot because i was kind of a smart kid in school and was going to be doing computers or engineering or something and i just uh maybe i thought the girls were down the music <laughs> path I, I didn't grow up as a christian you know i was just writing music and i guess you know i i did you know even as a 12 year old i was like riding my bike writing songs in my head like singing and making up songs so i found out kind of later i'm really more songwriter than guitar player you know what i'm saying like yeah yeah just love expressing uh everything in the in the through music so oh yeah it's a language man gotcha. in itself so i like that jesse uh you know i'm curious man you've done obviously continue to do a lot of things on your journey man um I know it's probably hard to say this, but maybe uh, one or two thinking about favorite gig memories, man, throughout your career. Um, I've had artists say from Red Rocks to some of say like there's a, the Troubadour, different places. Is there a gig so far that you remember playing that's just been like, that's the go-to so far in your journey, you know? Yeah, I think I'm going to go with the skillet. Um, probably 97, 98. Um, maybe it's 97 at Sunshine Festival in uh, yeah. the middle of a field in Minnesota summer festival just the height of we were just becoming known and the shows were a hundred percent on fire like heavy music crazy crowd holy spirit I, yeah. I i really felt like you know i could throw this guitar down at this moment and it will keep playing like the, yeah. the angels are on stage people just going bananas i love it man yeah. i mean it was three or four thousand people it wasn't like the biggest show or anything but it was like that that moment just 
defines what rock and roll is about, especially as a Christian. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, man. Sure. I remember Yeah. Jesse, we were talking about this, me and Jesse, we had a, a guy from Islander. You may know Mikey from Islander. You might not know Ken. It's a uh, kind of a band similar to POD They're They're coming up kind of a positive Christian kind of thing. And he okay. said he had a concert one time with 20 people. And it was like, that was the concert of his life. We put him on stage. So I get where you're coming from, man. Just yeah. doesn't matter the crowd size. It's how did it impact you? I, I love that, man. That, that's, that's awesome. Right. So, yeah. um, so Jesse, we're kind of tag teaming that other question. When you look at, I can, I remember, I'll never forget when I was growing up, um, late nineties as well. We had a station in Wichita, Kansas called Z 91. First time I heard lock in the cage. I'm like, this is some, this is some like awesome nine inch nails type stuff when I'm a kid. Right. So I heard, I'm like, here, come on. You know, you guys are working on it and the influence it had on me. We tried to write some stuff like you guys using pro tools. It was terrible. <laughs> that oh, time, 13. But the influence you've had on me, right. What you guys have done you, you as a musician, I'm curious to see over the course of your career, who's been maybe one or two of your biggest influences, you know? Man, I've just been recently breaking it out again. King's X is hands down the biggest influence, really. I mean, I, I love the Beatles and ELO and stuff that's like early Queen, stuff that's from the seventh, <laughs> you know, classically influenced rock. But King's X is got has got to be it just for heavy guitar tone and thematic everything. Muse, Muse is more in my recent band, you know, in the 2000s, but overall that's that's where john and i kind of came together at king's x he was he was more pop and i was more metal you know uh coming in but uh they're they're yeah, the I love it, man love yeah it. i love it man and I, I can see i think that's it's definitely you can see some of those influences and as as the style transition and it's neat because i think man, the internet's great i gotta watch a lot of your tutorials and i still hear the shreds but also at that almost like yard birds that eclectic thing about you you have this blend where you can do all of it and that's that's a real skill set man so uh, again i could fanboy out for days about watching you play i'll leave that jesse you want to go for jesse go ahead man <laughs> yeah yeah so so going forward you've got the college again and uh these degree programs you're putting through people uh, for you what's next what's coming for you next in 2023 man, as we get into the second half of the year Oh, yeah. Well, you know, the, the college is doing well, just super stable, super uh, excited. Uh, the staff and the students are doing so well uh, right now. It's it's a great point for me to sort of hand some things over to my leaders that are, the you know, sort of running things at the school. I, I'm going to be in England next week with a school. We're trying to start there for it's like a one year school and uh, talking again with our Germany campus. I, I, I'm really into the global stuff, uh, just getting things going. Um, the, I don't know if you guys know the uh, the objective and the the extreme tour yeah. folks and all that. So we're going to meet over there in England as well, and then India later this year. And trying to see how this music education and heavy or or brand new music, whatever style genres bending stuff we we see on tour, uh, see how that can just come in and affect the kingdom. I, I I'm, I'm yeah. looking for more time away from the school, kind of in and out and and speaking and and uh, playing a little bit as well. I love awesome. that. Jesse, I know you talked about uh, the influences you've had on Jesse and I both. I mean, it's nice to have, I remember we were talking to um, an artist, Pedity, we we're talking about when you make music and you don't have to change who you are to be great, right? There's There used to be, you know, this 90s music, there was, there was a couple bands and it was like before you kind of hit the scene, early two, early 90s, it was like, okay, DC Talk, Newsboys, wasn't a lot of like rock, auto adrenaline, and then you guys hit the scene and you open up those floodgates, you guys, POD, 12 Stones, I mean, I mean, just even to an extent, Creed, like you open the door for some of these bands that have a message that's heavy and it's like, it's good music, right? So uh, are you getting, you're doing some more tours, maybe uh, some side projects or gigging think, and stuff? Well, you know, since Skillet, I've, I've kept a three-piece band that called yeah. the Beat together. And, and and that's, I think we're about to put out sort of some vinyl stuff. Like this was the, the last decade. Here's here's some Here's some real music, get our Spotify all caught up to modern days and all that. And uh, I hope to do, I'm doing more of solo stuff that's yeah. heavy, but solo is weird, you know? Uh, so it, it's, it's interesting. I, I'm, I've, I've done some shows where it's just me and a guitar and uh, I'll, I'll do original stuff. That's just mm -hmm. punk. one guy on stage doing something punk rock sound. It's, it's just a little different. Maybe it's, I don't know, Jack White type sound, maybe yeah, or something, yeah. something that's just a little odd and yeah. Uh, so working working on that, and uh, you know, we may put a band together. I, I we I've talked with one of the guys from All Star United, uh, but maybe meet up and play. The guitar player from uh, Dave Clo, and just 
we've talked about doing a band together, but I, I'm, that's not sure, cool. I'm not sure the touring is in the future. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I've, I followed your three piece. I love it, man. I was, I was, I was hoping you'd say some more vinyl cause I can't wait, man. Let me know so I can order it and put the merch on the wall. I can't wait, man. So, um, <laughs> There's a segment, man, that we transitioned to. I know with interviews you've done and things, and you're used to speaking so eloquently and so just laying it out. But there's a segment that we do every episode. Our fans send us some amazing questions. So we keep it PG, but our fans give us the deepest, weirdest parts of the internet. It's awesome. And they come up with stuff, okay? So I'm going to run some stuff by you. Jesse and I bet on these. Jesse, you got your picks for these? I do. I do. Yep. So what we do can just explain the winner gets lunch paid for by the loser. It's five questions. Okay. Now these things, um, you have to pick one, even as obscure as it may sound, or just what was that? You got to pick one answer. So I'm going to go first. So for the next, uh, imagine time doesn't exist. It could be past or present. You don't have to worry about live or dead. Anything's possible. So for the next summit, well, let's say a, a speaking conference that you're going to, uh, for the entire day, you have to walk around and you cannot say your real name. You have to walk around and tell someone that you're either A, Kevin Sorbo, or B, David Caradon. I am Dr. Kevin or Dr. Kevin. How you doing? You got you to sell it. You got to no smile. You can't crack a smile. You just got to do it. Are you going to say that you're Kevin or David? Who are you going with? I'm, I'm going to go David. <laughs> I knew it. I had it. Did you have that one? Jesse, I had yeah, that one. I did. I did. Good. One for one. Okay. Got you. So a lot of times artists, you know, there's times across uh, genre bender, like you said, and sometimes even you'll see artists fill in for others, even sometimes frontmen. I know you've done a lot with singing and, 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 and guitar, but you're asked out of the blue one day to fill in for one of these two bands. You're going to do all their whole set. You're the lead singer for the night. Okay. The two bands you get to choose from, and I think I know this one, you can either A, fill in for Bono, a few two, or B, fill in for Tom from Radiohead. Which one are you going with? I'm going to go Bono on that. Ah, I did not have that one, man. I had Radiohead, dude. I did. Because you guys were like, you were sitting down one day. I, I watched a lot of your early interviews. And you guys talked about being influenced by OK Computer. So I'm like, ah, I had you for Radiohead, man. So, all right. Yeah. That's cool. Jesse, yeah, I, I normally am for the weird music, but uh, but I think I got more room to uh, room to be myself in you too. I don't know. I, don't know. I got see. you. Okay. I, Jesse, I would go have Bono one? with that one. I, I went Bono. Okay. So you're beating me. So you're actually ahead of me, Jesse. So I got to catch back up here. So next one, let's imagine, okay, so we you, one day, far in the future, that you get to heaven, uh, which that's the goal for all of us, and you get to pick a heaven intro song as you're walking into the gates, right? You're walking through, and you have two songs you get to choose from as the gates open and you're, you're going in. Option A, walk into heaven, playing Welcome to the Jungle, okay. or B, walking in with Don't Stop Believing by Journey as you walk through the gates. Which one are you going with? <laughs> that's, that's tough. I'm going to... I'm going to have to go journey, but it's a little cheesy, but I'm going to go with that. Cause that's like, that's just too, yeah. it's too, good. It's too good. You can just see the, like open it up and you're just kind of stand there, you know, it just opens up and you're walking yeah, in. I, I might, it, I might I be macking a little bit, goofing around. Yeah. I love it. Jesse, what'd you have on that one? That's what I had, man. I went journey. I, okay. I got you. I got you. So next two questions. Um, we have two more of the rapid fire for you. So you are out of the blue going a different direction than music. It's not music. You're celebrity required to do a celebrity Tybo instructional video. You got to make a video of you doing Tybo, okay? And you have a guest a guest um, host alongside of you that you get to pick. Your two options to help you make this celebrity Tybo video is A, Joe Pesci, or B, Robert De Niro, who's going to be your co-host for that Tybo video? Uh, I don't know if I can stand being in the room with De Niro, but it's <laughs> so classic, yeah. I mean, he won't got like you. Me, but I'll, I'll enjoy it. Got you. Okay. Got you. So De Niro for that one. Awesome. Jesse, what'd you have on that one? I had to go Pesci. Like I say, I, I'm not a De Niro fan either, but you know, I just, got I you. like Pesci. I got you. <laughs> last one, man. So last question. So again, kind of on the teaching thing, we're putting down the guitar for a minute, stepping away from that. You're asked to do a parallel. Uh, we have to fill in and basically teach an entire uh, semester of these two things. First option is algebra. But you cannot speak. All you can do is write everything down. You cannot speak anything. The entire class, algebra, no speaking. Or B, you have to teach a dance class, but the entire time you do the dance class, you have to wear cleats. So you're going with algebra with no speaking or dancing with cleats. Which one are you going with? I'm going to go algebra. Ah, man. <laughs> I've, uh, what'd you have on that one, Jesse? I had dancing and cleats. 
Okay, so we tied. We ended up tying, so we'll, we'll call it a wash. All right, lunch, there you go. There so you, go. you saved me, Ken. So, Ken, hopefully in, in interviews past, you haven't had a little segment like that, so we appreciate you, man. That's uh, being a good sport. Yeah. Love I love it. it. Love it. So last segment, I'm going to give it back to Jesse, man, for that final segment. So Yes, so this last one, we just kind of call it the open mic, Ken. Um, what would you, you know, share your thoughts to, let's say, younger musicians or anybody wanting to get into the music business, you know, on chasing their dreams? I mean, tell them what your advice would be to that and, and you know, any philosophies you want to throw into yeah. that conversation. Well, I guess I have to go to uh, find a community that is supportive and uh, faithful, orthodox Christian community to be in because yeah. that that's the place where we started out of in, in skillet and, and I you know built that around the school and it's the one thing that you can you know it teaches being in community accountable with people around you is the, is the one thing that teaches you to mature in your speaking and your belief and your faith everything mm -hmm. um, all you know all the other stuff there's talent everywhere but um, somebody to be formed into a more mature person and more mature Christian uh, you got to have Bonhoeffer and community, you know, committed, committed Christian community. Man, I, I love that. It's, it's a lot of like maybe finding your niche, maybe finding that spot that someone that could support you. I, I like that. I like what you're saying with that. There's a, there's a, one thing we stand for and we like it that um, all, you know, all ideas and mindsets, we welcome everyone here, but we also love when someone is able to, um, they know what they are. They know what they stand for. And I respect that about you from day one, you and, and, and John both. Um, I don't care what, again, I, I respect where you come from, whatever your philosophy is or creator or whatever. I love it that you know where you stand and you don't back down from that. And you still just make some awesome music, right? I, I went back to this with all the interviews I've, I've done and people I've watched. I've, I've done one with Red. We work with one of the guys from even Seether. And the message is, hey, I can be great and not change what I think. I don't have to change to anybody else. And I love that about you, Ken, is you know where you stand and what you believe, and I respect you for that, you know? So, oh, yeah. Thanks, yeah. Cool. yeah, I love the, I love the find a community aspect. That's that's deep. That's uh, Yeah, yeah. Find, find Hopefully yeah. it's in the local church, you know? Hopefully you find a healthy local church, you know, but yeah somebody's out there yeah Ken, yeah. i love that man i know again you're always busy and that that philosophy of just uh i i can't say it enough just standing for who you are and people I, in today's world i think i think being genuine and being yourself is even more successful than ever you know what i'm saying there's a niche for everything right so yeah yeah so man i, I love I, I love getting to track you down like i said being a great guitarist a great teacher a philosopher um uh, again just still rocking doing great after all these years it was a bucket list item for me ken like i said we've done a lot of interviews man a lot of people but i've wanted from day one ever since i first heard you guys jamming in the 90s of my uncle's volkswagen dude i'm like i gotta get these guys on uh, you <laughs> being the that. og i, I love the uh, with the writing that was my final question i know with the first couple albums writing and all that um Taking a moment aside from the playing days and playing, are you still ghostwriting and doing things like that as well for musicians? Some of your up and comers, you doing that? You know, I'm, I'm mostly teaching. I'm mostly teaching them, and they're doing their own stuff. And I basically just uh, coach folks into uh, the their careers and those kind of things. We have a wonderful couple came out of Visible called Carolina Story, and uh, okay. helped get their first song. They're they're way past me now. They're doing country folk stuff. It's amazing. But uh, I, I mostly write uh, stuff around the school, you know, thematic stuff, Christmas stuff, things that are just free and fun to do and um, encourage people. I, I do a lot of first time people ever, they've never written, you know, therapeutic, creative writing, mm -hmm. stuff like that. And I just love watching people spark out the first time. I love it, man. Well, man, thank you for, again, uh, we always say the next generation of musicians is in, and athletes are in good hands. Jesse and I say that a lot. Thank yeah. you for continuing to help make music great, man, because music does matter. There's times, uh, one more story for you. Uh, you know Disciple, I'm sure, very well, yeah. right? So Joey from Disciple, uh, we shared the story a lot. He said we were a guy was sitting in his room one day contemplating in his life, had one bullet in his gun, heard um, a song by Disciple, hit him took the bullet out of the gun, went to the concert, made a necklace, gave Joey the necklace of the bullet, says, hey, take this. You helped save me. I don't need this. And he found it at church and, and found his path, right? So um, that's what you're talking about. Music is important, oh, you know? Yeah. So Yeah, shout yeah. out to Naomi from Minnesota that said that around the song Saturn from many years ago. Man, it's such a great song too, man. From day one, I the first time I got that from you guys, a little sampler disc, remember that back in the day? Oh, sampler yeah. Disc? Man, 
but anyway, I can't, I could, I could, you'd have to stop me again. I'll talk your ear off. So I want to thank you for your time. Please let it be known. It's the first of many. We'll be watching everything you do and celebrating and, and being there in your corner, man. So congrats on the continued success. And we can't wait to catch up and do it again soon. Okay. So thanks, man. I appreciate it so much. No worries, man. You take care. We'll get you back today and you have a, have a great, great day. Okay. Appreciate you, man. Yes. Thank you. So Jesse, I'm telling you, man, I, I, OG, man, what do you think of him? Great guy, huh? Oh, yeah, just down to earth. I mean, really uh, bought into his message and, uh, and, and it's just great to, to hear from people like that. It, it, it's cool. Um, one of the dialogues and dynamics that Dane and I feel, and I, this is the message from day one that we've thought about on this show, man. I respect him for who he is. I say, hey, you know, it's cool for their disagreements. I respect all mindsets, faiths, creeds, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't think there's any – I want it to be known that everyone is welcome. Whatever you stand for, that's great if you can be yourself. And he happened to be along that, the lines of his faith is very strong. Um, and it's yeah. fine if someone's not. I don't have anything against either. It's, it's just whoever you are, right? And there's just something about whatever you are, whatever your identity is, you, you're strongly – um, you stand for that, right? So I just mm-hmm. and then the, you, genuineness. This is who I am. Maybe you're what, the the path what Kim follows, or maybe you celebrate a different creed, or maybe there's no creed at all that you follow. But this is who I am, right? This is the person that I am. I remember what we there's, did one with. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead. Yeah. So there's just not enough people that are that are preaching that message anymore. They're like, be who you are and, and buy into it 100. percent You know, and yeah, and go in there and, and break bread with somebody else who's some who's different. You know, who believes something yeah. different. You guys can coexist and. And yeah, that's how it needs to be more. Of. And that's, I love that. And that's been my biggest message from day one, him and Marcos from POD, some of my biggest influences, right? And Marcos talked about, I don't care what you believe or don't believe we can still be friends and love each other and get mm-hmm. along. And that I just, something about that has always inspired me that love don't cost anything. Uh, getting along doesn't cost anything. We don't have to agree on anything. Um, except that it's okay to be peaceful and love each. I just, I'm, I'm a big fan of that. And as you know, with your sports and with your teams, man, uh, that goes right on the field. You got to have those girls getting along, right? They got to yeah, love each absolutely. other. You know, um, you probably preach that all the time that we got to get along. We got to put our differences aside, even on the field with those kids, right? Yes. A hundred percent, hundred percent. And especially those girls at that age. I mean, the cattiness starts and it's like, you know, you got to be in between these lines. You got, <laughs> you're on the same team. You're a bunch of sisters out here, man. You got to yeah. get along at least for 71 mm. minutes. Yeah, at least. Yeah. Right. So um, again, busy, busy, man. I messaged him. I started working on getting him on a long time ago. And then I finally was like, I got a response from him. He's like, Hey, I got about 28 minutes on a Wednesday. Yes, sir. We'll make it happen. And that's just, you know, the life that he, he's living a life of helping others. And sometimes yeah. putting others first is very time consuming. Right. So mm-hmm. Ken, thank Absolutely. you on behalf of being just awesome. Saturn, if you guys haven't heard that song, go take a listen to it. Uh, it's actually a nineties one. It kind of reminds me almost of like, uh, that was that late nineties kind of 10,000 maniacs, Atlantis kind of feel, but also rock at the same time. And then they mm-hmm. get into this like industrial, almost like power man 5000 stuff it's like whoa they do this this parallel of different types of music and that's what you guys see at skillet now on him if you listen to his solo stuff he's this can go from like the beatles to clapton to like Mudvayne. it's just all over the place you know mm-hmm. so um just an inspiring musician an inspiring person and just knows what he wants to be and it knows his path in life and has followed that very well so wow yeah, jesse sure. thank you that was a good one man i'm glad you got to be a part of that that was cool so hey like i say um, that band has meant a lot to me over the years so i appreciate the chance to get in here and do it i really do man that was awesome i love it well on behalf of uh of dane and jesse and josh um we'll close on that one can we got a few more tonight tonight's a big night after can later on tonight we've got one of our buddies from ku wide receiver number two Lawrence stopping by to hang out. And then we've got a DJ stopping by after 10. One of Pettity's uh, DJs that he works and does some uh, mixes with is uh, Jimmy Rock stopping by. So it's a great night of music, but we'll take a little breather. Don't forget, as always, that we love you. And as Dan would usually say, thank you for listening. All right, man. Cool.